It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Marks and Reese, we are back. Happy Tuesday, and Tuesdays at 3 o'clock means an hour of Elliot. Elliot Shore Parks, his hour sponsored by Hooters. Wing Wednesday huh. is back at Hooters. We haven't been back in a while. Yeah. All you they got to start coming on Tuesdays. All you can eat wings and fries. Yeah. 1983. Check out the 6 for 6 happy hour every weekday afternoon at Hooters. Yeah, you should be on on Wednesdays if it's if you're sponsored by Wing Wednesday. I agree. Or just, bring or just Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday. We can all come in Sunday and do it. Well, you can. Whoa, that's yeah, why I draw the line. That's, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. I'll just come in by myself on Sunday. Yeah. So, and by the way, Elliot shows the picture that I took with him at his wedding for the. Yeah, for yeah the I mean, get, get get some feedback on your suit too. You look nice. Oh. So you're de- you're deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been no negative comments about me. No, I'm sure there were about me, but that's why I, I don't look. See the picture. Yeah, that's why I look at it. I'm like, oh, so <laughs> it's, it's it's you're on the show. It makes the most sense to post a picture with you in it. Hold on, though. This is. The- no, it's it's an excellent pivot by Elliot. Hold on, you put the picture up of Jalen and his girlfriend. Yeah, I didn't realize that. At and the then time. Elliot and me. Yeah. I'm a softie yeah. <laughs> in a in a in a linen freaking yeah. stupid looking suit at at Elliot's wedding. Thanks, Everyone's Elliot. Favorite WIP couple. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's gonna see him be like, interesting. You didn't put it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> interesting. You didn't use our well, picture. but the difference is I would have had to run that photo by her, whereas this, yes. was, you know, yeah, just yeah, get it yeah. up quickly. Well, thank you, Elliot. No I problem. It's awesome. All right. No so with with the as we are just a little bit over, well, more than forty eight hours away. But you know what I'm saying here. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the tenth pick in the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles do what? I think the player they are most likely to end up with the end at the first at the end of the first round is Bijan Robinson. And that's not because I want it. I do think that's who they should take. I think it's the smart pick. But I think if you look at how this board is going to play out, I think he's an option at 10. But I also think if we all agree there's a chance they, that they trade back, mm-hmm. he's the logical trade back target. Like if they move back to 15, right, or 16, let's say a team moves up for a quarterback. If the Eagles move back, 
that's Bijan territory. Like that's where I think they they, they would move back thinking they're going to get him. But also at ten, the closer this draft gets, if you know Will Anderson goes early, if Jalen Carter goes early, if Tyree Wilson goes early, and they're sitting there at ten with no great trade back options, there's there's not a better option. Like I think Bijan's the best option in the draft. But if they want to go defensive line, fine. I, I would get it. I would understand it. But ultimately, with the way I think this plays out, I think the best option on the board at 10 is going to be Bijan. So then the question will just be, do they flat out take him or do they trade back, try to get some more draft value and take him a little later? Yeah, and Howie's MO has been that he he knows value and he seems to know when guys are going to go and if he feels like he can trade back. I, I'm just trying to figure out a logical situation where they could trade or a team wants to trade up, right? So Tampa Bay at 19. Well, what about Washington at 16? Well, so Washington 16, Tampa Bay 19 are the two that really make sense. Unless there's another non-quarterback needy team that's maybe looking for an offensive lineman. Yeah, or a cornerback. Or somebody maybe, that's there. Yeah. Right. But but I, I think, too, with, with, with the Bijan thing, over this last month, there's been a lot of pushback of, well, the Eagles will never draft a running back that high. They don't value the position. I think that's a complete misconception. If you look at some of the draft value they've used at running back, right? They drafted Miles Sanders in the second round. Not number 10 overall, but second round is a high-level draft pick, right? That is a major asset when you're talking about trades, players, all those things. Mm-hmm. They took a running back there. They tried to trade up and take Dalvin Cook at the top of the first, at the top of the second round. So they were willing to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So twice they've been they've done it and they've been willing to do it. They would have taken Christian McCaffrey at 14 if he made it there, right? Albert Breer reported that this past weekend. Mm-hmm. So clearly, I agree. When it comes to free agency, they don't value it. They don't pay any running back. Only Chip paid DeMarco Murray. Outside of that, they, they don't pay their running backs, right? But in the draft, they have shown you they are willing to use top-level assets on running backs. And I think with Christian McCaffrey, the important thing is they liked McCaffrey a lot because they thought he was also an impact receiver. B. John Robinson is also an impact yeah. receiver. So yep. for as much as we've debated this over the last month and, and all these things, I think with two days out, it boils down to this. Offense is the most important side of the ball. He's the best offensive player in the draft. If you can tell me that doesn't fit the Eagles' core value, then you haven't been paying attention to the team over the past since Jeffrey Lurie bought it. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and the last time that I was this gung-ho about taking a running back was Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And I, right did, I did get the sense that they certainly loved him as a football player, and if he somehow made it to 14, um, that they were certainly willing to take him mm-hmm. with the 14th pick. This pick is a little higher at 10, but I like your trade-down scenario with Washington. Um, if they can get in that area, or maybe even New England. Say New England yeah. wants to go up and get an O-lineman or something to protect Mac Jones. Um that could happen, or they may, or if New England wants to go up to get the receiver from Ohio State. Yep, Jackson. To get, to get in, well, get. the other thing that happened this weekend I thought was interesting, or these past two days. So Green Bay moves up from fifteen to thirteen, right? Mm-hmm. And there's reporting that one of the reasons that was important to them is because they want to get Jackson Smith out of Ohio State. What came out the day before that the Eagles all of a sudden have been doing a ton of homework at Jackson Smith at number ten. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's some smokescreen happening to say. We know Green Bay likes him at 13. Hey, guess what? We might take him at 10, right? I don't think they're actually going to take him. I you mean I, the Eagles. The Eagles. I don't yeah. think the Eagles would take him because the difference is when you take a receiver there, you have to find ways to get him involved in the offense. If you take Bijan or Gibbs later, you're just replacing Miles Sanders' touches. So yes. I think that would be the major difference in taking you know, a receiver on offense as opposed to a running back. A big mm-hmm. thing on there 
on offense is going to be figuring out touches, right? Dallas, yeah. Devontae in a contract year, by the way, AJ. So if you add a receiver to that, then things get a little a little weird. But if you just have Bijan take Miles Sanders like 330 touches or whatever it was that he had, that doesn't disrupt any of the other pass catching players. Yeah, I can't I can't get some of the things that Howie talked about last week out of my head. Was that two weeks ago? That two weeks ago they feels spoke? like two might weeks, have been two weeks. Yeah. Week. Oh, yeah. uh, we're, we're hearing Nick Sirianni were talking, and, and he was up there talking about uh, being in this position. It's rare to be in this position and getting a unique football player. Like It was almost like he, he was prepping us mm-hmm. for why they're going to take Bijan Robinson. Like, you, don't, you don't – listen, unless they get a defensive pass rusher that they could pass off as a special talent. And I talked about the Nolan Smith kid running a 4-3. Yep, he's a a special athlete. Yeah, Swiss Army knife, that sort of thing. Like It's almost like they were saying, this is the reason why we took B. John Robinson. Like, I know it's not something we Mm -hmm. normally do, but this is why we couldn't pass up on this talent. And you also brought up something. It wouldn't surprise me that they would feel more comfortable making this move, if they can make a deal to move back five or six spots, pick up an extra pick yep. somewhere, and then how we can sleep better at night saying, you know what, we got the best offensive player, we moved back to get him, additional we capital. picked up an uh, additional uh, draft capital for him, it's a win-win for us. Well, the quote that keeps sticking in my head, and it was from Jeffrey Lurie back in Arizona for mm-hmm. the annual meetings, not the Super Bowl, the annual meetings. And he was talking about, you know, team building. And he was like, if you look at the Super Bowl, or he's par- I'm paraphrasing here roughly, but you have to have a great offense to win, right? Great offenses win Super Bowls. He didn't say we have to get more stops on defense. Blah, right. blah, blah. He said, no, no, no. In the NFL, in today's NFL, the teams with the best offenses that can get in the 40s, right? Those are the teams that win Super Bowls. So with a, with a, a high-level asset like that, you have to ask yourself, where are the Eagles going to put that asset? Are they going to put it on the defensive side of the ball or the offensive side of the ball? And I think organizationally, right, people say so often, well, the Eagles don't value running backs. Well, what do they do value? They value quarterbacks, they value the line, and they value offense. Bijan checks the offense box. So would they prefer to take a lineman on Thursday night? I sure. agree with that. I agree they prefer to do that. But we're past the point of of hypotheticals and past the point yeah. of, of just you know big picture discussions. Like let's talk names. Like who who are they going to take, right? And I think Paris Johnson is going to go higher than people think. I don't think they would draft Skaronsky. I don't think he checks what they look for in an offensive lineman. He has basically no elite physical. Traits, yeah, right? no, there's no elite trait there. And yeah. how he went through last week and said how all their offensive linemen do have elite physical traits. Skaronsky doesn't have that, right? So if we think we're going to go again, linemen. Maybe if Carter falls, if they can get up for Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson, maybe. But to me, Nolan, Nolan Smith, as special as his physical traits are, I think you can find Nolan Smith in every single draft. How many? How often are we talking about a running back going this high? Right, like Saquon went two. That was what five years ago, S- four years players. ago. Special Ezekiel players. Ezekiel Elliott went yep. went four. That four. was mm-hmm. I mean, what ten years ago, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. So it's not often we that there's a special offensive running back this high. Right. Yeah. All right. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I think we all agree that if they do take Bijan, Howie would like to move back a couple spots and do it because if you sit there at ten, there's not an obvious choice. Trading up. We were talking about it last segment. Trading up. If they do want to try to get up to the Raiders at seven, mm-hmm. Detroit at six. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? What what, yeah. what would you have to give up? 
what's the likely? What would you likely have to give up going from ten to six, ten to seven, right. something so, like that? So a good way to look at this is the draft value chart. And for those that aren't familiar with it, basically it assigns all of us. yeah, it assigns a point value to every pick, right? So the the number one pick in the draft I think is worth three thousand points. In the Eagles pick, I'll, I'll pull the chart out. The Eagles pick I think is worth sixteen hundred or something like that. So basically how it works is in teams use this as a rough parameter to start negotiations. So they'll go, all right, I'm moving from 10 to 6. That's that's a 400-point difference. I'll give you 400 points worth of picks, and then that team could go, you know, we want more because you're going for whatever, right? So to go from 10 to 6, I think would take the second-round pick. If they're willing to package number 30 and, and the team high up is willing to trade and willing to, you know, to trade back, I think they could get as high as four. All it's right, just so, a matter of the willingness. Uh, on what I find, what I find on Pro Football Reference, the tenth pick has a value of uh, thirteen hundred. The sixth pick has a value of six of sixteen hundred. So you'd have to make up three hundred points, which would roughly be a their second round pick. Their second round pick is worth two eighty. So it's you're a little short, but it's not. You know, it's just again. And this is why it matters why are teams trading up or who you're trading them for, but also how much does the the team like the player they're giving up? So let's let's take Seattle and Jalen Carter, or let's say Will Anderson there is number five. Seattle really needs defensive line help. So they are a team that is probably, you're going to have to overpay to get up there because they're looking for those players, right? Detroit, they just drafted Aiden Hutchinson, right? I mean, maybe they're a little more willing to drop back to 10 and give up one of those prospects. So, I mean, again, as much as we talk about Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson as well is somebody that Eagles fans should at least get to know more about because he is considered by some better than Will Anderson. Right. I don't think so, but but some are. So if he makes it, let's say, to six or seven, and the Eagles are sitting there and they can get up and get him, I think that's something they would you know, certainly explore. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, now they're starting to say he may go to the Texans. Yeah, number two number overall. Number two overall, yeah. With C.J. Stroud falling or falling out of that spot. Mm-hmm. All right, so, Elliot, today, uh, before we'll take a couple phone calls here in a second. Today, the odds drastically moved on Will Levis being the number one overall pick. And some people are saying, no, nah, this is BS. Yeah. So somebody on Reddit put up a just put up a post that said that Will Levis is telling family and friends that he's being that the Panthers told him they're taking him first overall. It's just a Reddit post, somebody that did one Reddit post, and from there, people started betting it, Yeah, and it changed the odds. So we don't know if this is real. Like, the, the Jack, the guy, he he created the account, like, last week, and he put up two posts. So there are people who are saying, like, nah, this is legit. Well, I hope he no, bet it before BS. he did this. Right. Well, <laughs> if he it, actually knew. It changed the odds. So my point is, with when it gets to the Eagles here, depend, I mean, the, the quarterbacks could could totally determine what happens in this draft with the Eagles, yep. right? Like, if there's four quarterbacks to go in the top four or five picks, that's going to mean there's a different player there at yeah. 10 or a potential different player there at 10. If you get a couple guys that slide, that might be a valuable draft pick to trade. Well, I think what's interesting about this draft is there's two key positions that have, like, four guys. It's quarterbacks and it's defensive line. And really, defensive line's only three, depending if you want to include Nolan Smith in that. So I think who goes number two overall, that will start the run, right? So let's say Will Levis does go number one, which I would be very, very surprised. But let's just say he does. Bryce Young will go number two to Houston. So now all of a sudden, if you're the Colts, if you're a team 
you know, let's say that's a little, the Titans. Maybe you need to move up to three to get your quarterback. Whereas if Bryce goes, uh, Bryce Young goes one, and then Tyree Wilson goes two, and then all of a sudden the Cardinals are like, man, we better get our defensive guy. So from the Eagles' perspective, because they're into the defensive lineman, and that's probably what they would prefer, you got to hope it's quarterbacks early and you push these guys down the board. If it's a if it's a run on defensive lineman, that's when I really think you could see the Eagles potentially trade back. Yeah, because. Also, that means the quarterbacks drop, and somebody could want to get to that number ten spot right. to move up to get one of these and, quarterbacks. And that's where you end up getting future firsts, yep. right? Like if Justin Justin Fields, Justin Fields, right? Chicago went up. I forget what it was from nineteen or to something 10, like somewhere that, yeah. around there, and they paid the future first. And if you're the Eagles, you know it's an interesting question. If Washington wants to move up for a quarterback, I, you know I would take their future first. But you're also handing them potentially their franchise quarterback. Right. So yeah, if I'm looking at these guys, go ahead. Right. Exactly. They're going to take Anthony Richardson. <laughs> I, I'm good with that. Now, if it's C.J. Stroud, yeah, I would be a little worried. But but at the end of the day, a future first is a future first. So if, if the Eagles' probably best case scenario is they're sitting there at ten and somehow there's two quarterbacks on the board, right? right. And 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 a team there's has a bidding to go war. Up. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Let's get to Josh in North Philly. Josh, what's up? Go ahead. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, just giving you guys a call. I want to give you guys my insight a little bit on the first round and who I think the Eagles are going to be taking. Mm-hmm. So, uh, at, at, at the number 10 spot, I don't think they're going to take Bajan. I think they're going to move back a little. But I had a situation happen at work the other day that really gave me some more insight. Um, I know I don't know if you guys heard of Mozzie Smith. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I, I'm a chauffeur. I'm a chauffeur, uh, and I picked him up about a month ago, like March 6th, March 7th, to take him to an Eagles meeting. And I I dropped him off. He told me he had, like, a really good meeting, and I saw they brought him back again on April 12th. So I'm thinking, like, maybe maybe with that 30th pick or maybe early in the second round, if they move back and get an early second round, they they might take Molly Smith there. I don't know what you guys think about that. Oh, well, they definitely need defensive tackle. I don't even know Molly Smith. I played for Michigan, I think, right? Dynamite. Thank you, Josh. Molly? He's Mazi. in Michigan, yeah. He's yeah. Michigan. M A Z I. I don't know him. I think yeah, he's not yeah, a yeah, <laughs> Spartan. So where's he supposed to go? I thought he was like this guy said thirty second round type. Yeah, he's not early. early. He's not an early guy. I don't. But but you know, again, if you trade back to twenty or whatever, yeah. how far back you go, if they're gonna bat, here's what I would say though, if they're gonna move back from ten, you got to get a first, in my opinion. Like I like. How he said first in return, yeah, first in return. Yeah. Like how he said it perfectly at his thing. Like they don't plan on drafting this high very often, right? And right. I know you can only you trade for another first, right? But I know you can only draft with the draft you're in, right? It is what it is. The board is going to fall how it falls. But ultimately, it would be very disappointing if they get a top ten pick at, at number ten and it just turns into a first next year. What ends up being like eighteen? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. like they're not up this high. And this goes back to the whole point of special players, of special athletes, like difference makers, right? They have a chance to get a difference maker at 10 in B. John Robinson. So if you're going to pass on him and you're going to you know, get a future first, it just feels like a bit of a wasted resource or a bit of a wasted opportunity to really add somebody to your team that can make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sucks that this is the year you have a top 10 pick and you don't have a lot of top 10 players right there. Like, think about right. it. M- Micah Parsons and Devontae were right there at 10 and 11. Yep. Yeah, Justin Fields, it was right there. I mean, the top end of this draft just isn't what some other drafts are. I'll also say this about the offensive lineman. I understand the logic of offensive line being important. And if Lane, you know, God forbid, knock on wood, were to go down or Jordan Mailata, he would become important. Mm-hmm. But I think in the discussion of this over the past few weeks, we've now overvalued how, like, how much an offensive lineman at 10 could help them, right? 
that guy they're drafting is a backup with no clear starting spot in the near future, right? Point blank period. Unless they don't think Cam Jurgens can play, and that's not the indication I get when you talk to him, or, right. and they draft him the second round last year. So while I understand a backup offensive lineman is important and could be very important if someone goes down, there are other ways to get high-quality backups. The guy you get at 10 is supposed to be a, a starter for you, ideally right away, but the, at the most one year. Like, you know, if they take a corner, I wouldn't do it. I think it would be a wasted resource. I think Slay and Bradbury are going to be here for two years. But at the end of the day, at least those they're older and you could see it. At the offensive line – they have maybe the best tackle duo in the league. Right. They have two really good guards if Jurgens pans out, and they have a great center. So I just I think we've overvalued how much an offensive lineman at ten helps them. I don't think it's a good use of the resource. But also, and I, we even had a call today, someone to say like, "Oh, well, Lane Johnson's always talking about retirement. He could be retired." Lane Johnson may have have talked about that or answered a question about retirement. He's also going to play net. He's thirty three when he plays the full. And he season. just signed a new thirty deal. million yeah. dollars. And, he, and Ike, he's making thirty plus million dollars a year. <laughs> yeah. This dude ain't retiring in two years. Trust me. No. So if you're going to draft an offensive tackle this year, you better be ready to, to have him switch to another position at least for a couple of years. Well, Lane the other it's not retiring in two years. No. The other thing too is people love to bring up the contract when talking about Bijan, right? Well, you take a running back that high, it's not good value, whatever. If you take an offensive lineman or a cornerback and they sit for a year <laughs> or they sit for value, two years, yeah. you're you're chewing up valuable time where they're cheap. Because the reality is what could happen is, let's say they draft an offensive tackle and he plays some meaningful snaps over the next year or whatever. A pretty su- after that third year, he's eligible for a new deal. So if he goes out and he starts in year three and he's awesome, you basically got one year of him at a discounted rate before he's saying, no, I want top tackle money. Yep. So for all the Bijan talk, at least Bijan, you are certainly going to get your money's worth for the four, you know, that those initial yeah. four years of his yeah. deal. You can't say that for positions that everyone loves to bring up about backups and you know get positions that matter and all that. These guys won't play. There, there's no path for them to play. So ultimately, I don't think the contract thing with Bijan matters when these guys won't even be on the field. Mm-hmm. Yep, feels like a wasted resource in so many different. So many different ways. Twitter questions brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Mother's Day is May 14th. Show mom how much she means to you with a gift from Mark's Jewelers. Visit marks-jewelers.com to find the perfect gift. This, the question was supposed to be who wore it better, Jalen or, or Elliot, but it's turned into me being ripped. Well, the, I Thank think you. a mistake we made is you're just stealing the thunder. I know. Yeah, it's all, taking all, the all about you from again, you. you know, on my big day. <laughs> you're funny. Thank you. Let's go to OG Wade. Checking in. OG Wade, how are you, buddy? By the way, very proud OG Wade. He called in yesterday. His fake son got his uh, his yeah. news conference. What's up, I mean, OG willed it into existence, basically. Right. What's up, brothers? How are we doing today? How are we doing today? So, and Just also, what's up, man? I don't OG? know if you heard this. Wade reported also yesterday that the Eagles are drafting Bijan Robinson. Oh, I, I heard this a few weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Think, yeah. yeah. He's been right, though. Yeah. Is, here's what I'll need y'all to do. And and, and I'm going to exclude you, ex- exclude you on Thank this you. one. But Thank you. Y'all guys got to learn how to give the OG his proper due. No. I mean, I'm, listen, Elliot is really, really, and people may not know this, but I'm going to let the Delaware Valley know he's my student. <laughs> Elliot is doing a very damn good job at reporting and taking, doing his job. Appreciate, I appreciate that. You've taught me well. Because of the OG's knowledge without college institution. You know what I'm saying? I like and that. Listen. I like that. Listen. Here's what I want to say about it's this an institution, all right. That's for sure. Hey, hey Johnny boy, Go don't ahead. get hurt now. We, we've been on good terms. You're my number one caller on the show, and and, and Chuck hates me because it. I but say you that. Are, you right? yeah. Yeah. All right, like go ahead. Go I feel your jabs. I know all you know right. how to box. I, I got it. All right. I get it. Listen, <laughs> let me let me just do, do this here. 
this is for people that don't really know the game, that would like to, to know the game. If you look at the Eagles, okay, in terms of if you want to say, well, you got to draft the offensive lineman, because if Lane goes down, what? Guess what? If Lane goes down, whoever you bring in ain't going to be ain't going to be as good as Lane. Yep. We felt that last year, but we made the adjustment. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying to y'all is this here. Offensive lineman is probably the hardest position to replace off the, the bench because offensive line work is about gelling. If your offensive line is not gelled, they're not going to work cohesively. Now, defensively, we run a rotation of defensive linemen, and we did it at the highest peak of any. Remember, we had all those sacks last year. What did it get us? It got us to the Super Bowl, but when we need to lean on that, we could not lean on it. Mm-hmm. So my point is this here. Name of the game is go for to outscore the other damn team. Bring in B. John Robinson in here, and at this point cannot hurt you whatsoever. You know why? There's no pressure on him to come here and to perform at a top ten uh, pick level. He don't have to go out there and do nothing spectacular. Just go out well, there I and Well, I disagree with that. I mean, well, if Bijan comes in, the expectations will be extremely high. Now, you're, to your point, it's it, like he's coming in in a situation where he can accomplish that, but he will be expected point, to do big things if he comes here. Here's my point, Elliot. Right, Bijan Robinson being put into this, into this offense, there is not going to be a lot expected of him in terms of the defense's uh, focuses. We, are, we got our receivers. We got our quarterback. We got our tight ends. So what I'm saying is that you ain't got to worry about defenses just focusing on Right, I get you there. If he goes to Atlanta, so he'll be the excel. focus. Yeah, yep. Yeah. so he's going to excel and not have the pressure of having to do that. I mean, how many times have we seen Jalen have to run the ball? We say he can't run 15, 17 times a game. No, if the hell he have to to get the first downs, he, he do. If Miles Sanders doesn't hit the hole and, and, and lose yards, whatever, he's now he's got to go out and do something – that ordinarily you don't want your quarterback doing. With Bijan, you ain't got to worry about that. And Ike, we say, oh, well, defenses will make Jalen run. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Jalen still can hand that ball off to Bijan because that defense still has to respect the count yep. for him. Yeah, yep. they still have to do it because just knowing he's getting the ball, that's ain't that what great players do? That's how you discover great players. When a, a great player is when a team game plans for you to stop you. And still can't stop you, and you still—that's how you know you have arrived. All right, Wade. That's all I'm saying, people. I all mean, right, buddy. Just take it, you know. Appreciate, I appreciate the lesson okay, right dog. before the okay. drive. Yeah. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm all sorry right, it took so long, though, but uh, you know, I got to do some stuff. All right, Wade. <laughs> my favorite is when Wade complains that we don't give him enough time I'm on about the air. To say, yeah, yeah, you gave him. It feels yeah. like one of my hits. Well, give him his little intro song. So, and Herb also sometimes will get. Get yeah. that kind of time. Stop talking. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine. Not a reaction to Herb yesterday. I was saying midday caller Herb. You talking about? <laughs> he did call him midday show again today. But yeah, did he, he did. Pro- did he provide them with like this kind of content? Ooh, that boy almost got a ten incher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wish I had yours. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah. So stupid man. They got Herb drops too. Not as good as that though. They're using Herb drops. Yeah, dude. Because Kyle Quinn is like, listen. <laughs> they say that. They say that. What do they say? 
Uh, uh, flattery. Yeah, uh, imitation is the, the best, best form flattery. of flattery. Yeah, nailed it. Um, <laughs> imitation is the, the, the best the form, best of, form yeah. of flattery. Yeah. Yes. No, I know, but <laughs> there's also on that show. Like the separation of church and state, right? Like there needs to be some separation with some shows. Not not back-to-back shows can't be herb drop shows. That's us. That's our serious sports show here. You got two the to Castellanos six. one. Castellanos. <laughs> yeah, go. Got some nuts. I'm chewing on some stuff. But you could use the the, cost, the Castellanos. You need to set it up by bringing up, even if you're just bringing up Nick Castellanos to play the drop, you need to do that. You just can't use it for Herb. Mm. Okay. Right? Is Herb dropping, giving us drops on purpose? Uh, he, doesn't know. he doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't know what the drop board. He doesn't. Know. He's good at. He's good at building. Oh, he brand. knows the drop board. So you yeah. t- you're telling me he knows what he's doing? <laughs> yeah, her, her from the northeast knows what he's doing. We're gonna run inside. We're gonna run outside. <laughs> so you're saying Herb's closer to Kaiser Soze than he is uh, Her- Herbal, Fo- uh, whatever his name is. I don't uh, know what verbal you're talking Verbal Kent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sizer Koze. Who's this? Two one five five nine two. Man, who's this guy? Usual suspects. Usual suspects. Yeah, I've never seen. Probably it. the last movie I've I've watched. Two one five. Usual suspects, Elliot. Nah, I don't watch old movies. It's a good one. It's not that damn old. When was it? It made? is. It is old. It is. Yeah. How old is it? If it's over twenty years old, it's yeah. old. Is think, it twenty years? Yeah, I think so. Wow. It's like nineties movie, right? I'm yeah, old. I think so. Well, you, know, <laughs> you don't look old. That's the important part. Yeah, I, do. I didn't realize that movie was twenty years old. Usual Suspects is... It's got to be 90s. It's got to be 90s. 1995. It's almost 30 Damn. years yeah, old. I was, like. I was eight when that movie was, was, was made. <laughs> That's yeah. not an old movie. I'm 28 like, yeah, years ago. 28 years ago. It wasn't ago. just in theaters. I can tell you that. It's not <laughs> new you on take Netflix. your wife to it. All right, listen. 215-592-9494. Someone, wow. someone wants to attack OG. Someone wants to attack you, Elliot. Okay. Uh, and we have our Washington attacking the football Washington guys. football team fan that wants to talk as well. Plus the 76ers. Are you worried about Joel Embiid? We'll give you the latest on them. It's not as good as I thought it was yesterday. It's Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, it's Elliot Shore Parks for Window Nation. Have you noticed your energy costs have been rising? Nationwide, energy prices have increased over 14% since last year, but it's not too late to do something to fix your high energy bills. Beat the spring rush with the last month of our off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. New windows will pay for themselves with the energy savings on your energy bills, and you will pay nothing for two full years with zero, that's right, 0% financing, saving you hundreds of dollars. Go with the window company that has installed nearly 2 million windows by installers with over a decade of experience only using top-of-the-line installation materials. Call 866-90-NATION and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit, plus make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION or windownation.com and tell them Elliot Shore Park sent.